Welcome to this week's edition of Record Roundtable, where we listen to a band or artist. Some of their music, all of their music, then we talk about it. This week we're talking about Pink Floyd. This is Caleb Robinson speaking. I'm here with... Hello, I'm Dax. Jared. Tyler. And again, Pink Floyd. Oh, boy. Oh, Boyd. Oh, Boyd. Oh, Yay. Boy, indeed. Pink Floyd, oh, Boyd. So uh, how, did, uh, how did everybody feel about old Pink Floyd? I was not excited. Not excited. Dax, how did you feel about Pink Floyd? It was pretty okay. I like, I like some Pink Floyd, but I wasn't super happy about it. So it's uh, very, I'm very conflicted. Very conflicted. And Tyler, how, how did you feel about Pink Floyd? Similar. Similar. See, I yeah, I had like weird feelings about Pink Floyd where I so I I didn't really start listening to Pink Floyd until like last year, honestly, which is like quite the thing to not do. Like a a 25 year old man. Now I've aged myself on the show. That's great. A 25 year old man who's like wow. never really listened to Pink Floyd before. I don't want to say out of character, but for a music fan, it seems a little strange. But like I didn't really, I still don't really know what I'm getting out of Pink Floyd anytime I'm listening to them. I still, I feel like I need more Pink Floyd every time I listen to Pink Floyd to understand them. Mm. Do other people feel similarly to that, or do they have other feelings? Yeah, I mean, mm. Pink, Pink Floyd is just—they have like surface level good. Mm-hmm. And then they have good that you have to like really dive into and like spend some time with to get good. Yeah, yes. the surface yeah. level good. I was all about this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deeper stuff. Uh, some of it I was able to get into, but some of it just wasn't mm-hmm. the right time, so I wasn't able to like force myself into it. Sure, that makes sense. I do think that Pink Floyd. I, it's weird to say, but I think Pink Floyd has a a time and place almost. Yeah, where like you yeah. can't. Like, I don't know that there are people who just sit around and listen to Pink Floyd, like, on a daily basis. You really kind of have to be, like, in a place for Pink Floyd. Yeah. I, I feel like you have to listen to an entire album at a time. Yeah. Like, they're definitely not... They're That was one thing. They're not a track-based band. They're movies. No. They're, they're, they're very cinematic. Yeah, the, you put it no, on and you go for the ride. Yeah. You can't just, and, like, listen to a track at a time. No. That's true. And I find uh, they got, like, little... I find most songs is for me, particularly in a couple of the albums we listen to, mm-hmm. are just kind of like background droney chords with like tidbits of things that are fun in them. Yeah, so you have to like listen and find all the little fun bits that you like. Right. I yeah. I definitely think I could see that. There's definitely very much. So there's a lot going on, like track to track. Like the songs are all pretty long yes uh, not that i have a problem with like long, like lengthy tracks but i recognize that like i think the biggest thing is is that pink floyd is not not easily consumed you know like i think that's kind of the the major theme that we're talking about here is that it's just very yeah. hard to consume them like fully and so like the tracks are really long and the droney parts like i I like them and I can see like the enjoyment, but sometimes it is easy to just kind of see it as like background noise. Cause like, what are you really listening to? So like, we'll talk about this now. And I think that this might actually transition into uh, Dax's favorite song slash Dax's uh, favorite segment uh-huh. is like echoes. Yes. Echoes is worth talking about for a whole freaking podcast. <laughs> echoes is interesting. It is a 22 minute long song. 
Oh, it is a long, long, long boy. It's got a big break in the middle of it, too. Yeah, like there's so many different parts. Like you could break that song down into an album on its own. Mm hmm. Like there's so there's so many moving parts, and that is such a big representation of what their sound is. Is like echoes is echoes really is Pink Floyd when you kind of look at it. There are a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of droney parts, and every once in a while you get a little bit of like vocals that kind of come in. Can we listen to a little bit of echoes? Would you like to introduce it in any way, shape, or form? Uh, is this your favorite song, or would you like to talk about something about it? Uh, I just want to talk about Echoes, but I think it's important that we just hear a little bit, you know? Sure, go for it. Let's listen to some Echoes by Pink Floyd. Now, hold on. What's that, Dex? That that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Oh, is it time? So soon? That sounds familiar. So soon, what everyone. That, what does that sound like? So soon. That was like four minutes into a 24-minute song, by the way. Sneak it right in. But uh, let's hear a little Phantom of the Opera, a little song by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Didn't that sound familiar? Hey, Andrew, you out here taking stuff from Pink Floyd? Oh, he took more from than Pink Floyd. Really? Yeah, even the even the vocal part of that song is stolen from uh, someone else. Yeah, it's stolen from a guy named Ray Rep. Ray a song Rep called "Till You." Huh? Would you like to hear just a little bit of that? I suppose so. I mean, while we're on the subject, <laughs> it's almost like you planned this. It's crazy. It's like you had things bit. queued up, or you no. thought about the fact that you want to talk about some stuff. Now listen to this. That's nice, right? Oh, it's, it's good melody. Good, right? Yeah. Now let's listen to the Ray Rep song. Sure. My soul was empty, my body broken, my heart had no one till you. you th- Doesn't that sound familiar? That's that's pretty uh it's it's pretty straightforward right there. But wait, there's more. Oh, for goodness sake. It goes deeper. Oh. I've been wanting to do this one for a minute. The deepest of deep cuts let's listen into the to, uh, of the opera. Let's listen to 50 Ways to Say Goodbye by Train. What? Oh, wait. Oh, no. I can hear it already. I didn't even need you to play it. <laughs> let's hear it. same song yeah it even gets worse wait for the the phantom of the opera you can kind of hear that part and then the phantom of the opera part comes in like right here Uh it's the same song but wait there's more oh my goodness i can't handle this this is gonna be your favorite okay
didn't hear it till that high note. Yeah. I mean, I heard it, but like I was a little skeptical, and then that high note hit, and I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was Weezer, Suzanne. Uh, yeah. AKA Kurt Cobain. There it is. There it is. He turned me. <laughs> Any of our longtime listeners remember our Nirvana episode in which we discussed Weezer. No, you're out, you're not there. No, that was the no silence. There. That was no, 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 one's, no, one's, no one's there. No one's out there. That's too bad. Anyways, that's all I got for that. Okay. Anything you want to say about all that? Um, all songs are the same song. All. So- <laughs> I feel like that's Agreed. the theme. The of song everybody. remains the same. I oh. and there it is. I liked that there was a point in time in which you wanted to have like a whole like show dedicated to to oh, that. It's sounds still familiar. Happening. It's still going to happen. Be on the lookout for more additional content from a group of people who seem to not know how to stop making additional content. <laughs> cool. Moving on. Is that, Okay, so more importantly, is Echoes your favorite song, though? Speaking of Echoes. By Pink Floyd? Yeah. No. It's not your favorite Pink Floyd song? No. Okay. I think that would be a difficult favorite song. It would be, but I, f- I feel like that's the one he's talked about the most this week while we've been listening, so it would have made sense. I do really like that song. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a nice thing to kind of put on when you're doing something else it's very long and very long yeah yeah that's like all of wish you were here that's true that is very true how, how long are the tracks generally on wish you were here the first one is 13 then they're like regular well they're not regular length the regular long song length, yeah seven five five and, and then, then 13 12 again the yeah well 12 and a half I do have a favorite, but you know you got to split that twelve and a half up between four tracks, right? Part six through nine. So I guess it's about three minutes each. Yeah, you crazy, crazy diamond. Uh, yeah, you know while you're while we're on it, old Daxy boy, why don't you go ahead and give us your favorite song? My favorite song mm-hmm. is from uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Okay, it's a great gig in the sky. Ooh, I, I remember you mentioning that now. Okay. <laughs> Now picture Paul Blart dancing. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that now? I might as well. So there's a there's a theory that is incorrect, but it's funny, and uh, it's it's based on a podcast that um, I don't. Do you know the? I didn't do any research. I'm sorry. It's, uh, McElroy brothers, <laughs> right? What I is there McElroy brothers. Yeah, wh- it's the McElroys that? and a different group of Australian dudes. Oh. The McElroy brothers and a, dr- a group of different Australian dudes have a podcast <laughs> where they talk about Paul Blart 2, Mall Cop. And they have uh, said that if you watch Paul Blart 2, Mall Cop. And Paul listen, Blart 2, Mall Cop. Paul Blart 2, Mall Cop. He goes from Paul Blart to <laughs> Mall Cop. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a transition. Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. There you go. And you uh, want, or listen to the dark side of the moon. They they coexist together. You can they, they have similar things that happen. There's a YouTube video. There's a whole podcast actually, but there's a ten minute YouTube video that I watch because I didn't want to listen to a long podcast. And they like give you the snippets of the best parts. Tyler, you've seen this, right? I think no, we I talk- haven't gotten a chance to watch it. Oh, okay. Up. I was thinking because you can't. About it. You know how hard it is to find Paul Blart Mall Cop too. Yeah, why is Outside it so buying hard to it, find? Which I will not buy it. I will not buy it. Like, what? Are they trying to hide it? They trying to bury it deep? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, they're trying to bury it. Nobody wants that ball. Paul Paul Blart two mall cop. Should we talk about the um, dark side of the rainbow right now? I think this is a good time yeah. to do so. We watched the dark side of the rainbow, the remastered uh, edition on YouTube, 
because mm-hmm. they have uh, the longest, the best one that they have. That you know, whatever. And uh, it was pretty fun. It was, it was an interesting. Once it got past the album the first time, because yeah. basically you have to listen to the album twice through. Almost three. No, it's like two and a half times, right? Twice, I think. Only it's twice. twice. I okay, think it's so. twice. Yeah, yeah. But the first time, I saw things that made sense that they could be together, but most of them were not. The Lollipop Guild scene lasted way too long way and too really long. didn't have anything to do with what was happening no. in the music. Yeah. But the beginning of the movie did that that part was good. The part with the witch was good because like at one point there was like a little ding or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. she like winked at the same time. And I was like that was- a few times Dax would be like, "Oh, I like that." And so we went back and rewatched that the the part in the scene. Yeah. I think we did it about 3 times. So probably about 3 times. I looked at I did a little uh, some research into what the band thought and they said it's complete bollocks it is not real bollocks. the person that produced the album said it, it did not actually like there's no nothing tied to it in any way right. everybody's like it's all fake but it's f- interesting that the the theory has lived this long you know from but it's not been since the beginning i believe when i read it was like since 93 or something was the first like there was um yeah an article in uh, Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne right? uh, newspaper or, or student shout out to Fort Wayne or something. Shout out, you're right down the road from us. Woot woot, mm-hmm. Fort Wayne. But uh, an article in a newspaper was like, "Hey, we think that this uh, like is paired well," which is just representation of the fact that people who write the newspaper are doing you know lots of weed, mm. doing doing the weedies, doing the weedies, but smoking them fat blunts. The whole thing is basically. That you can sit down and listen to anything, music-wise, and pair it with something, and you can concoct in your mind that that it, there is a comparison. Somehow. They match up in some way. Yes, it's a psychological thing. And I, th- so I do. It, it I, doesn't match up. I think that there are parts that I could see why someone would suggest that this matches up. Like you, when you're watching it. Because I, I, one of the big parts was, I, and I said it, I was like, if something cool doesn't happen when it switches from black and white to color, then I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested. No, this is clearly false. And as what soon happens? as soon as that color hits, money Don't ruin starts. It. So money hits, and you hear like that that like that little dingle dangle ching ching sounds. That one, thank you, and. <laughs> And it actually like flowed pretty well, like when you see that. So I, I liked that. I, at that point, I was like, "All right, I can I can kind of dig into this." But I agree with Jared in that, like the whole. I realize now the whole lollipop guild scene is just too long in general. Like mm-hmm. it's not even a knock on the comparison between the album and the movie. Just watching the movie, it, it's it's a long ass scene. Yeah, it's a long ass scene. I did really like the scarecrow part as well. The, the loon. Is on the grass. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't there also something about like destroying something when she throws a fireball? I'm trying to remember. You remember oh, things yeah, a little yeah, better. Yeah. Uh, I forget exactly what it was, but it said something will be destroyed or something. Yeah. Right as she throws uh, an hourglass or something and it breaks, it said destroyed right when it shatters. Yeah. There were a few moments like that. It was, oh, in the beginning. Um, God created. Before. <laughs> Before the land of Oz or whatever, mm-hmm. when um, the neighbor the lady, who, whoever plays the witch, yeah, when she was trying to take Toto, 
uh, she was she kept nodding to the beat. Mm-hmm. It was real weird. Yeah, that that was also quite weird. So there were yeah, there's definitely some moments. I think that the major thing though, I will say, and I think this is uh, crucially probably the most important part. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon is just a good album. So yeah. like, if you want an excuse to listen to that album, then there you go. Just like, start playing it with random movies too. Yeah, absolutely, That'd and you'll be fun. You'll enjoy the album every time you listen to it. So you're not really missing out. You're just finding out other movies. Though I'm gonna say because this theory's been around since what '93 is what you said, right, Jared? Something like that. I'm sure that 95, there is 1995. There's somebody who's out there who has done this multiple times. Mm-hmm. We are not the first person who like has watched the dark side or the oh no, no dark no, side no, of the no. rainbow. And so somebody has been like, I'm gonna see what other movies this pairs up with. And I'm pretty sure that if it worked with another movie, we probably would have heard about the, it. The the video we watched the of them together had uh-huh. what like eight hundred thousand views. Yes. Was that what it was? Yes, had a ton. Had a crazy amount. Had a ton. Yeah, I'm gonna find a new movie for next week. What are you thinking? With them. I'm going to say it. What are you thinking? Oh, because oh, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. now next week is Elton John. What I'm about gonna... Mulan? Dark Side of the Mulan. Hey. No, 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 no. I want to know one that goes yeah. with... we got to find a movie that oh. goes with each artist that we oh, love. Oh, okay. how about... So what about, about Lion, what about Lion King? Yeah, what about everyone, the Lion King? Everyone ease. <laughs> not, not everyone needs to talk at the same time. What about The <laughs> what about Road the to King? El Dorado? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that is a good movie. He's already in it. <laughs> what about Romeo movie. and Juliet? Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, we, you know how many freaking Don't give sound- all this stuff away. We got all this stuff to talk about with Elton John. <laughs> you know how many soundtracks he's done? Oh, my yeah. God. Is, is his biography out yet? His biography? Or, uh, like, the movie, the movie, like the Bohemian Rhapsody type thing? No, it's oh, not out no. yet. No? Is that soon? Uh, it's sometime this year. Soon. We'll who's, talk about it Who's next playing week. Elton John? I want to know. It's Rami Malek. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's very versatile with musicians. Yeah, he is. Uh, what would be a movie? Him? What would be a movie that would go well with uh, Yellow Brick Road? Because you'd think the that album? would have been the album. Yeah, because you would have thought that that would have been the album that went with Wizard of Oz. Maybe we should just no. see if movie or albums go with Wizard of Oz. <laughs> We're just gonna play Wizard of Oz every week and yeah. play an album. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it'd be fun. No. Let's do it. Come on. There's no it. way Goodbye Yellow Brick Road doesn't match up with with. There's no way. It, no, it don't do that. It might do that. Tune in it next week to it. find out. It don't don't do it. <laughs> Tune in next week. Okay. I wish you were crinkling again. <laughs> oh no. Why would you say that? That's a callback to a thing we're cutting out, stupid. <laughs> that's true. Well, I'm going to leave you saying that's a thing to a thing we're cutting out, stupid, so they'll know. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about so, Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, I was going to say. Album. My, my question, which is an album. My question about Dark Side of the Moon is, is that everyone's favorite album? We can go and get it out no. of the way. Yes. yes. That was my no. favorite. It's not Tyler's. It has my least favorite song by them, but it is my favorite album. My second favorite. I'll say it. I'll say it. Go on. It's Wish You Were Here. Yeah? Second favorite. Did you like Wish That's You Were Here? your favorite album? Yeah, it's pr- my second favorite album. Yeah, but you, album. Didn't, you didn't even make it through the wall, Jared. Don't Ooh, tell anybody. Oh, he'd been called man. out. Yeah, but I have to at that point. Come on. You're right. What did you think of The Piper in the Gates of Dawn? Ooh, let's my, talk I love about it. it. You do really like it a lot? Yes. It's so bizarre That's... that... This band, I mean, it's the only album with this man as the lead singer, mm-hmm. and it's completely different from everything else. Oh yeah, it's it's so like Herman and the Hermits kind of thing, but like way more like psychedelic. Yeah, yes, but it's just Pink Floyd bits shoved into '60s garage rock greatness. <laughs> yeah. You know that's and very I love true. It. 
Because, like, if you like the psychedelic rock sound, then, like, why wouldn't you like Pink Floyd doing the psychedelic rock sound? You right. know? It's all acid rock tastiness. It's yummy. I ate it. I ate every every single song. I ate. I ate it like a little wafers. I, I also was quite a fan of the Piper. I Because it was weird because of the fact that, like, I... Because I'd never listened to the album until this week. And when I pulled up the debut and it started, I was like, what the hell? Like, this is not what I was expecting from, like, Pink Floyd's debut album. And it makes sense because, again, it has a different, like, lead vocalist. And so that band obviously had a different direction that they were going in at the time. But it was still very jarring, but it was still good. Like, I would not have been mad if Pink Floyd had just, like, turned out to be, like, a psych rock band. Yeah. I do like No, me either. That's been sweet. But I like where they went. Yeah, I think I what do they too. Did. I find it interesting that when you when you look at bands that we consider to be like defining of a certain era or like you mm-hmm. know classic bands, like classic we've done a few, rock. of course, Beatles, yeah. Stones, yeah, uh, Bowie, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you look at like their '67 era out, like they all have albums in '67. Yeah, they do. And they're all so different from each other. It's kind of interesting. It that is true. There are quite a few. It's weird that 67 is kind of the year. Now that you're mentioning it, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but it is also like... They would have only waited two more years, so it would have been great. Oh, God. Stop it, Dex. 69. No, Dex. <laughs> no. We're trying to have a good conversation. You coming in and <laughs> shitting on our good conversation about some stuff and things? Uh, so I think it's interesting that, like, th- that Floyd and Bowie kind of came up in the same era and that they were both doing a lot of really experimental stuff in the 70s. Like, yeah. this, that early 70s sound is very, very influenced by Floyd and Bowie. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. that experimental sound came from both of them to a large degree. Because really, when you look at Pink Floyd, what, uh, what, do, you, <laughs> what do you call their genre? What are they? Pink Floyd. Yeah. It rock. is kind of weird. I don't know. It is kind of just like it doesn't sound like classic know, I guess. rock. Like even like other class, like Eagles and friggin' it's like kind of psych rocky though. Boston. Like it's all oral and stuff. Yeah, I could see a little bit of psych rock. I could definitely agree with psych rock. But like, I guess the other one that you could describe it as is like prog rock. That's also a very good like mm, tagline yeah, for it. Yeah, it has some prog- it has some prog rocky feel. That's yeah. what their dis- uh, genre is on Wikipedia. Oh, Jared's on Wikipedia again. Progressive oh. rock, alt rock, and psychedelic rock. Boom, we nailed it. Way to go, team! Did I, we write that? I wrote that page. Sorry, I fed all you that stuff about psychedelia and such. Yeah, thanks a lot. Tanks. What's the psychedelio, guys? Ooh. <laughs> so, t- so Tyler, what was your favorite album? Was it Wish You Were Here or was it uh, Piper? No, it's. I don't like what you're here, actually. Oh, you don't like it? No. Why it don't was, you like it? Uh, I'm just. I don't like. Other than metal, I don't like their albums that are structured that way. I don't like their six song albums, five six song albums with like I a like couple long either. ones in there. So I didn't really like Animals. I didn't really like Wish You Were Here. Uh-huh. I liked metal all the way up. I didn't dislike Echoes, but it was difficult for me. Yeah. In fact, I think one of my favorite songs is on metal. Which one is your favorite song from metal? Fearless cool but uh yeah i could see not liking that structure because again it's it's kind of daunting to have like an album that is like six or seven songs and you look at it and you're like that's that album is like 50 minutes long what is yeah. how are they what what yeah <laughs> and it seems like you're here? just waiting for that long in song i'm just waiting for it to happen in fact when i listened to wish you were here mm-hmm. 
all of a sudden wish you were here was playing that's you know the title track and i'm like oh this is a good song of course mm-hmm. and then i didn't really think about its position in the album i looked and i'm like oh shoot that was f- almost the end of the album in terms of track listing and then it was on five and the album was over i'm like wow i didn't it barely even it didn't even register no not yeah. really that's the. So. I think that's one of the reasons why Dark Side of the Moon is so successful in comparison to their other albums. They have like time is about seven minutes long, money is about six minutes long, and Us and Them is about seven and a half minutes long. And all the other ones are actually like uniform length of songs, like two to three minutes right. long. And like, oh, and one of them is five. Great gig in the sky is five. Yeah. So yeah. like, it's actually like a manageable album to listen to, where like the tracks. But also, if we can keep talking about something just a little bit more before we move on. Like every one of these songs flows together so well. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you're watching um, The Wizard of Oz. Exactly. Uh, like the flow of the album is probably my favorite part of the album in that, like, it doesn't feel it's, it's an album. Like, it feels like an album. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Tyler, what was your favorite album? My favorite, it, it's a tie for me between Piper uh-huh. and The Wall. Oh, it's The Wall. Talk about The Wall. We haven't talked about The Wall yet. The Wall, it, I, that's the album i listened to as a young person mm-hmm. by floyd a lot and i listened to it quite a few times because the wall i think i like piper as an album in terms of all of the songs a lot more but the wall has so many little tidbit sounds that i really really like mm-hmm. and i can't get out of it and i like i don't know i like it i i, I also like liked the wall i didn't listen to it and like it was the last album that i listened to and there's just so much i never actually listened to the wall all the way through until this week and Ooh. there's n- there's no way that you know every like piece of the wall on first listen. Like that is an album that you have to listen no, no. to multiple times. It's an hour and a half. Mm. It is long. It's got great so, tidbits though. I so love many moving parts in the flesh. Uh huh. That little guitar that get that main guitar riff in it. Ooh, mm-hmm. Ooh it's tasty. I just love that. I like in the flesh. I really like that song. Yeah, the, the first one, not the second one. Is your favorite track off of the wall? Uh, no, but my second favorite track is off the wall. Which one is your f- second favorite track in the whole transition? M- Mother. Mother's your second favorite. Yep. What's your favorite track then? I think my favorite track is is um, is fearless. I think I just really like that one the most. Yeah, I'll play some fearless. Yeah. Then. That is a good song. I like, I think that Metal is actually one of their, it's probably my second favorite from them. I think I liked it better than Wish You Were Here. I think. Yeah. I think it's really underrated in comparison to some of their other music. I think so too. I think Metal's my second favorite. I really like it. It is a good album. It is, in fact, my second favorite. I just checked my, uh, my ratings. Oh, nice. I thought I, w- I was pretty sure that I was right. It was pretty close between metal and wish you were here. Yeah. But I, cause I like wish you were here. I think it's a good album and I think it has a lot of the same elements of like that, like that cinematic really big feel that they have, but it just didn't click the same way that like dark side of the moon does. Mm-hmm. Um, but metal, I think clicks a little bit more. Yeah. And it was like before, like you knew that that was cause like, okay. So 
to to give myself a little uh, give us away just a little bit just a little bit we listened to piper and then metal so we skipped uh saucer full of secrets umaguma that's a live album umaguma and then uh adam heart mother i'd like to say i'd like to say one thing about umaguma yeah the the name the title umaguma comes from a slang for sex made up by uh their friend Ian Emo Moore, who would say, I'm going back to the house for some more Umaguma. It reminds me of <laughs> you... And then they put that on their live album. Alright. He made guys... up the term. Are you sure it's a live album? That's what it says. That's what it's looking like over here. Yeah, that's what it's looking like over here too now I'm looking at it. Did you guys ever play Banjo Kazooie? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my, that game's fantastic. I own it, of course. <laughs> but, uh, Why the the skull guy? I think Mumbo is his name. Mumbo Goomba. Mumbo is it? Is it Mumbo number five? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That yeah, I guess that's what he's doing. Well, he's he's trying to go back to the house to do that. He's actually saying witch Umanaka, but Umanaka. Whatever. He's turning yeah. me into like a spider guy and stuff, and I'm running around and jumping <laughs> on things. It's on a wind. it's a double LP. The record one is a live album. The record two is a studio album. That is very makes weird. Sense. That is very weird. Yeah, also, look at record two. It's insane. I also like that the fir- the second song is called Careful With That Axe, Eugene. That, yeah, that, that is, in go. fact, the name of the song. What? Is that off of one of their first two albums, then? I don't think no, so. No, it must have just been recorded for the live album. I guess huh. so. Well, I, th- I thought you said the first half was live and the second half was not. So that I means did that they say did a, that. So that means that one of the live songs is a song that wasn't previously released on it, one of their albums. It's an instrumental piece that was yeah, originally it's just released a, it's as just a, a jam. side Oh, they just jamming. Yeah. Pink yeah. Floyd would jam live. They would. Oh my god! Oh, I, that's like half, that's live? like most of what the show is is just jam. Oh, could you imagine and them lights live? and stuff? Yeah. Oh, it'd been awesome to see live. It would have been it, quite the experience because again, like super cinematic. I could definitely imagine it's a huge light show, mm-hmm. and oh, it's yeah. just just a couple guys just jamming out. I think I read they that. had a huge pinwheel out. that was like disco ball. Yeah, and they played like movie clips behind them. They had a big projector. Mm hmm. That was a big old thing. And, uh, and you're telling me. They played Wizard of Oz. That's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> they did. They, they better Every play show. Wizard of Oz. I hope so. They got the rights even, to that thing. Even during their Piper concerts. Yeah. <laughs> even during the Piper concert. Like early back in 67. They were early. like, yeah, we're doing like, this. We didn't write it about that movie. Lies. I'm trying to give you stuff away. Did you have any more that you want to say about The Wall? I know we oh the wall we switched from your, love, to your favorite track. There's all sorts of little yummy pieces in it. I like um, when Happiest Days of Our Lives get plays into another brick in the wall too. You know what I'm talking about where it gets that Ooh, I could, that uh, jungle feel to it. I could I could definitely get get that real jungle quickly. feel. Let's get that jungle feel. Here we go. Feeling that transition right there mm-hmm. again. I love that transition. Those when they oh man when they they do that good production and they get the transitions mm-hmm. where track to track it just flows perfectly. Mm, it gives me those good feelings. Mm. Yeah, good, good, very much. That's one of the only things that's like. There's only one complaint about it is that you never know when a Pink Foot album is about to end because you never know when a song has ended. Mm. You can't like count tracks when no. you're listening to the album, but especially you know? on this one. This is the most. This is I, I mean the walls. I mean, there was a movie, but it's it's probably the most, and it has a story that flows throughout the entire thing. So it's probably the most mm-hmm. cinematic of there. I would definitely think albums. so. Yes, 
but I don't know this that the wall just had a big a larger effect on me as a young person. That's fair. Well, this would be a good time to go ahead and ask Jared, what's your favorite song from Pink Floyd? I think that the one I enjoyed listening to the most because I listened to the most uh, during this week would be uh, "Wish You Were Here." That, that song from the album "Wish You Were Here" sounds good. It's a good song. Can you tell a green field from a cold steel rail? A smile from a veil. Do you think you can tell? I would argue that that's one of those songs that's a little bit more surface level, easy to listen yeah. to, and is yeah, I'd say so. It's it a is, good song, yes, it is. You know, um, it's like um, it's like um, that song um, that Eric Clapton wrote when his his kid died. That's kind of what that song reminds me of. Layla? No, not Layla. <laughs> not Layla. What is it. that song called? Tears of Heaven. Yeah, Tears of Tears Heaven. Is, yeah, Tears from Heaven. Um, it's it's just a slow, s- sad, somber acoustic track. Yeah. Well, not acoustic, but it yeah. has other things. But yeah, but it's got an acoustic vibe slow, to a it. Slow boy. It's kind of like a. This is a, a weird example, but kind of sounds like a Leonard Skinner song. <laughs> a little yeah, bit. A little yeah. bit. Yeah, it does simple actually. Man. Yeah. Real simple cowboy. Oh, beautiful. I'm Cut gonna. Th- that. I'm gonna. Th- no. <laughs> I'm gonna throw to Dax. Dax. I think that you have waited long enough. Oh, I've been waiting for a minute. We've we've let other people have some some time to speak. Well, before while we're talking about wish you were here. Yeah, yeah go I, for it. I want to talk about a cover. That's a pretty good cover. Yeah, it's at Ninja Sex Party. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> God, you you it's exhaust good, me. It's a good cover. It's a really good cover. <sighs> what is it? Just because they do like novelty comedy music doesn't mean they can't do some good covers. I have it. If you would, would like me to play it, go for it. So, so you think you can tell Heaven from hell Blue skies from pain Can you tell green fields They do it justice, I think. They did. That's all right. Oh, pretty good. That's all right. And speaking of covers, I have another little tangent to go off of. Okay. There is an entire cover album of Dark Side of the Moon called Dub Side of the Moon. Dub? Yeah. Let, Ooh. Let's listen to a little bit of it, Please. shall we? <coughs> what is happening? They're, they're going at a bomb. Wow. A water yeah. pipe used for tobacco only. All right. This is funny. This is, this is my favorite version of money. Is it? It really is. Over the original version or just your favorite other version? No, I don't like the original version. Oh. I've never been into it. It is okay at best. Dude, just the beginning. Just You didn't it, even it get into the meat of it. All you got was them coughing. Yeah, you is did. Is there more to it? I mean, yeah. I, I, no, it's I just mean, a bunch of coughs the whole time. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out is that you played it as if it was like the most important. It was the key moment of the song. All right, let's 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 get into it more. I was expecting it to be dubstep. No. That's yeah, what I a, thought was happening, No, it's too. reggae dub. Yeah. Reggae dub. It's well, a dub. Was that, was that the Baja Man I just heard? Be roots no, reggae. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Feel the rhythm. Feel the rhyme. I've never Can liked you move 20. it like this? This is stupid cat. <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> I hope people listen to other stuff that we release, because if this is the only thing they listen what it to, is. they're so confused as to why we're doing these weird callbacks. No, I don't know. Come on, people. Listen, listen, if you, th- listen, if you don't understand what's going on in the show, then that's kind of your fault. We've been here for yeah. a minute, okay? Get with it. It's been two months. We yeah. out here wiling. wiling. Figure it out. Look, figure it Dax. out. Do you yeah. like that version? I, it's a good version. Because it's not super different from the original, so I don't really get how you don't like the I original. Would, I would the agree original with that. The original gets on my. L- listen to the like the beginning of the original. It gets on my nerves. Oh, well, I like those sounds. Those sounds like cartoony. They're fun. Oh, it sounds cartoony. You say <laughs> sounds cartoony, huh? Well, well, listen. To, l- let's listen to it again. Wait, that's. That's different, Dax. No, it's the same song. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, wait. No, it sounds familiar. <gasps> this is Trash in the Camp from Tarzan, uh, starring Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> mm, I like that trumpet. <laughs> it's an elephant. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hey, Dax, could, could you pause it real quick? Yeah. Did you see like that trumpet? Yeah. Oh, oh, the brass. Oh, the brass. <laughs> Woo! That felt good. That felt good to me, too. Feels good every week. It's never going to end for me. I take. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I find it in every week, but I do. I don't think you do it every week. I feel like I do. It. it has happened every week. Man, I don't think it happened every week. Uh, go okay, listeners, go back. Find me an episode where horn intro was not played. Thank you. Okay. Post it on our Facebook at facebook.com slash record round table. Played in Mountain Goats. I'm pretty sure it was. You can say that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, well, you I, maybe I missed it. Maybe you. Yeah, maybe I you think you missed Radiohead too. Yeah, I don't think it was in Radiohead. Oh man, well, well, none of us listen to Radiohead. <laughs> you got to slip it in there somewhere, Cody. If it's not already in there, just stick it over somewhere. <laughs> Make another hidden track. Who's who's slipping it in? Slipping it in. Now who's slipping it in? Cody. Well, if you don't get it, then he's got to slip it in post recording. Who are you talking about? I don't know, Cody. Who's Cody? Who's Cody? God, who Dax. Why? Cody's our editor. Oh yeah, I Cody's mean, our editor. Yeah, I'm talking to our editor, Cody. That's who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that works the board and does stuff. It's a fourth man, but we don't let him speak because he's, you know. Jeez. Just shut your mouth, down. Cody. Get out of here. That's so funny to me. <laughs> There's a reason you don't have a microphone, Cody. You suck. <laughs> oh boy. All right. That's a new thing that I think we're gonna start doing is start talking talking hey, Cody, trash on out. Cody. Yeah, head cut co- oh here, hold on. There we go. All right, thanks, Cody. That clap was for Cody. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Anyways, keep talking about trash right. as you can. Uh, okay. So wait, wait. oh me? Yeah. You. Tarzan. 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 Me Jane. Tarzan. Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell sound pretty good in that part where she started to sing a little bit. I'm so, I'm not sure I believe it. Yeah, you want to hear her sing real well, listen to the, the <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell Christmas album? Yeah, the Rosie O'Donnell Christmas album. Oh, one and two. Oh, no. It is a treat. No, it's not. Lauren Hill, why did you allow yourself to be on such a horrible mess? Some of those people. Well, was on Lauren there? Hill was on the Tarzan. No, Lauren Hill was on the the Rosie O'Donnell, uh, Rosie O'Donnell Christmas. Christmas. No, she was not. Yeah, she, she was. was. She knows better. Uh, she must have. She needed Lauren, money. Apparently, Lauren, you know better. I know you know better. There's some names on there that I I would I'd let it slide, but for you, I can't. 
I don't know. Who wh- do how, who lets Rosie O'Donnell make a Christmas album? Who lets Rosie O'Donnell make two Christmas albums? Who let Rosie O'Donnell make music? You got to pay for eight, for, you know, studio time. Should have said this isn't worth it. You should leave, Rosie. It's not going to go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rosie. This just isn't good for you. Do you have anything to say about Tarzan? Or did you just want to play and then be no, done? No, it's just the same song. All okay, songs the are the same, same song. song. All songs are the it same song. The same. All songs are the same. I think I'm the last person who hasn't said my favorite song. Should I do that now? Yes. Do you remember when InSync yeah. did their version of that? I do, yes. Yeah, I do. I used oh, to watch the good. Disney Channel also. <laughs> uh, I had to beg to get a box to watch it. Since mm-hmm. we talked about money. I remember those days. Since we talked about money, I'll talk a little bit about time. Because time is my favorite song. Really? It just has a lot of those like cool Floyd elements that like it's got that kind of proggy rock feel to like the lyrics and the vocals and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they've got that droney bits like it just it feels like that song encapsulates their vibe very well across an, an entire song. I'll never be able to listen to that song without thinking of Wizard of Oz now. I hope not. That was one of the best moments that that song. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That, that's a good song it's a good song it's a good song that album is pretty accessible really it is by comparison i like breathe in the air too that's a good one i i don't really have a song i don't like off that album like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's just, just money it's just a really good album oh my gosh you just played the cover of money and you liked it i like the cover because of the, the <clears throat> no just the whole song i liked better it was the biggest selling album for the longest time until thriller did you know that everybody knew that? Hmm. i did not know that really Hmm. Yeah, I think what's I made the, it up. What's the best hmm. You think you made it up? You no, made that up? It, no, it's real. I, I don't know when it changed, but for a, a long time, Dark Side of the Moon was cons- like was one of the top-selling albums ever. And then at some point, it changed. Like it, I think it was on the Billboard Top um, 250 for the longest amount of weeks. or There's some kind of uh, accolade that it received. I think it was on there for like, I don't know, 15 years or something. It's number... Oh. Oh. Oh? Go ahead. Oh. Hold I don't trust mental floss. Hold on. <laughs> Here's Business Insider. 50 best-selling albums of all time. Let me get to the bottom. Nobody cares about you, Phil Collins. Number one is the Eagles' greatest hits. That's a cop-out. That should rip it off there right now. Isn't Business that Insider. Awful? Rip that right down. That's true. That is true. I hate I hate that that's a thing. That's stupid. But Thriller's number real. two. And then Hotel California's three. Just bump them all up, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, how far God. how far down is Dark Side of the Moon, then? I don't know. Zeppelin, guess what? Zeppelin four is number five. So suck it, everyone who said that that wasn't the best Zeppelin album. It should be Not number five. Not Jared. Number nine. Number nine. Number six is The Wall. Oh, really? So The Wall is actually over Dark Side of the Moon. Yep. Number 10 is Rumors. Lame. All right, let me see if it's in here. Oh, save it for Fleetwood Mac week. So this says that some of the profits from Dark Side of the Moon were invested in the production of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. For what reason? Oh, yeah. I've heard that. What year was Dark Side of the Moon? Dark Side of the Moon came out in 1973. Wasn't it, wasn't, mm. it, wasn't it Pink Floyd and George Harrison that funded that movie? 
Was it? I feel like uh, it was. Why? I don't know. There's no way that because it was, Flying Circus was on before the film. Yeah, they. I guess they couldn't get funded, so they just they had people well, that liked what they did. BBC had so the fund a little bit. Huh. Dark Side of the Moon's 26 on my on this Business Insider list. 26. So they've got two albums on the highest selling. Why do you think, because this is my last question, because I feel like Pink Floyd is kind of like a Walmart t-shirt at this point. Yeah. You know, like they're just not, they're like, like nobody it really. Is. You can buy it at Walmart for real. Nobody really listens to Pink Floyd anymore. Like they don't, I mean, they probably never did, but it's not like they get radio play. Like they're not like a classic rock station kind of like group. So, like, why is it... Yeah, they play money a lot, though. Yeah, they play money quite a bit. So I have another thing about well, this Monty Python thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to cut in while I'm trying to make a... What? Yeah, Go yeah. ahead. Do your thing. I'm sorry. I was in the middle of reading, and I forgot. Yeah, because you don't listen. You just play poker and read your Wikipedia <laughs> the whole time we record. <laughs> your that's Wikipedia. Why said, that's why I said we don't. All you do is sit around reading your Wikipedia, Jared. Yeah, Jerry, you sit on a Wikipedia the whole time and not listen to the podcast. You're just doing your own thing over there. Go ahead and finish your thought. No, you're in trouble, but go ahead. Ten separate investors contributed uh, 20,000 pounds apiece to the making of uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Three of those investors were the rock bands Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, and Genesis. (laughs) Thanks, Phil. All right, Phil Collins, fine. You can have this one. (laughs) You did it. Proud of you. There you go. Way to go. I looked it up. George Harrison invested on Life of Brian. Ah. Oh, better movie, though, really. Both good. I agree with you. Both are good, but who's seen Life of Brian? I've seen it. I like I've it. I've seen uh, they're oh, they're so good. They're good, but we know Life of Brian's better. Come on. Well, Pink Floyd thought that uh, Holy Grail is better because mm-hmm. they invested into it. So let's get well. Back we to don't that. just you know you invest Money. in one, you don't have to invest. One came first. Let's get back to Pink Floyd, everybody. Oh, thanks for the transition, Jared. That was really nice of you. Seamless. Uh, so Walmart T-shirt, not much radio play. What is it? I think we've already kind of talked about, but what is it about Pink Floyd that makes it so that they are like one of the most respected groups, but not really one of the most listened to groups? Old people. Old people. <laughs> Old people. Yeah. For re- I mean, what can you say? I mean, I know, but like the younger generations have gotten into like Zeppelin and like the younger generations have gotten it. Like, obviously, people are still into like the Beatles, but like people put Floyd on the pedestal as one of the greatest rock groups of all time, but nobody really listens to Pink Floyd. I think they're less accessible know. and less listenable. I think that that, that especially that's for casual music listening people. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. And that's like what we already kind of discussed and what we kind of covered, but I just, that was really the major thing. Yeah. They are less accessible. Yeah. Well, especially to young people. Young people don't want to spend all they like two minute songs that are catchy all the time. Yeah, that's true. All them young people. So how is it that Pink Floyd is still regarded as one of the best rock groups of all time with that in mind? When they like have not had a like they haven't had the ability to really stay relevant at this point in time. Which is not like to say that the music isn't good. It's just hard for it to live up to the test of time. Like I like it when I listen to it. And I know that like People who are big diehard music fans, when they listen to an album like Dark Side of the Moon or Metal or Wish You Were Here, The Wall, so on and so forth. No, I'm still putting metal, metal on that list, dude. Not metal. It's yeah. a good album, yeah, I like dude. Metal. It's I underrated. Agree. It's underrated. But when people, it is underrated. It's a good album. But nobody talks about metal when they talk. Well, about, they should. That's and the cover is pleasing. I just want to stare at it. It's a. It's an ear, by the way. Oh, is that? Oh, it's a close up oh. of an ear. 
Fun fact. Anyways, I like it with little ripples. Anyway. So, like, I understand that it's not talked about as much, but that's my point. It's underrated. That's my whole yeah. point. That's why I keep saying it's underrated. Anyways, but, like, people who are, like, big diehard music fans will listen to it and they enjoy it. But, like I said, it just has not really maintained itself over time in the same way that, like, a Zeppelin or not as much a Rolling Stones, because, like, we talked about on that episode the Rolling Stones have not really maintained well over time either. I prefer the cover for Adam Hartmother with the cow. Yeah. That's a good cover. Yeah, huh? Kind of looks like the, the Blink-182 cover. Uh, Dude Ranch. does kind of look like Dude Ranch, right? It does a little bit. Maybe Dude Ranch stole it. I hey, bet Dude Ranch that looks stole. familiar. It's a new thing I'm going to do this week. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that that, out. I think part of the thing is is they were they were different for their time they have their own sound that influenced other people mm-hmm. and it's like it's just like listening to bowie i mean i can't say that hunky dory doesn't sound dated but i still love hunky dory sure you know what i'm saying i think that a lot of floyd sounds dated too because it's just like reminiscent of an era it really is but it was but that's because they that sound defined that era yeah i agree with that and i think so, also cuz we talked about because we talked about like how it's kind of prog rock. Prog rock really isn't a genre that is accessible in general. True. Like right. nobody, not a lot of people really listen to Rush like a whole lot. Oh, Rush is good. They like Tom Sawyer. They like Tom Sawyer. That's about it. Oh, dude, Rush is good. A lot of people listen to Rush. Can't say that. I think that Rush has is similar in song structure to Floyd, and I think that. It's the yeah. same kind of thing. A lot of people think Rush are really good too, which yes. they are. They're they're less um, story driven. Like Rush doesn't have a lot, as far as I, I yeah, mean. True. Of course, from what I've people. listened to, they don't have as much of concept albums. Whereas like, they have Pink, concept songs, really. Yeah, like yeah, the lyrical content concept follows songs. like a story because that's very prog rock. I don't know. Twenty one twelve is a little more like. Mm-hmm. I, I was I had yeah. a very difficult time following the story of Pink Floyd's concept albums. Mm-hmm. I like you the mean like I, all of them, but I prefer the Mountain Goats concept albums because I get mm-hmm. them. I get them better. <laughs> the lyrics are a little more straightforward. I think. Also, this is a good point to say. We often talk about the groups that we have already listened to. Why would we I not? feel like we are like? Well, what I was gonna say is I feel call like, back. We're like experts on these groups now that we've listened to them. Oh no, we're not. I think we might be. We're not experts. Shut up. Let me let me believe in our powers. So we know things and stuff. We had a conversation once. <laughs> <laughs> you can go back and listen. I have proof. Yeah, we talked right. about it. Well, it can happen multiple times. We we definitely talked about mountain goats. Just go listen to it. Actually, please yeah. do go listen to it. Did you have any more that sounds familiar before we close out? No more that sounds familiar. Isn't that crazy, y'all, that there's only like uh two? One that we definitely fabricated because it does sound like Tarzan, but it's not like that's like a. It's no, it's totally not. I don't think inspired. it's fabricated. It's a. Yeah. It was ripping the paper and everything. Uh, it's, it, it was it a literal kind of, ripoff. I guess so. I guess a so. A literal ripoff. And then the, the Phantom of the Opera one. So that's not, that's not a whole lot because it's hard to, kind of hard to take Pink Floyd's sound and it's kind of hard to say that Pink Floyd took anyone else's sound. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you guys uh, know anything about the Pink Floyd laser shows? No. Yeah, a little bit. They, they look so interesting. This is a tangent, I, I realize. Tangent. But I'm looking... I, I found this website for Pink Floyd laser shows. They do tours. They're based out of New York. You can uh, you can book a laser show if you want to. That's fun. Yeah, there's going to be one in Ohio in a couple of weeks. Ooh. Ooh. See, we should have saved our Pink Floyd episode for after the light show. <laughs> Isn't Roger, is Roger Waters not still not touring again or something? I don't 
I don't know the answer. Him to and that. David Gilmore were doing stuff recently. Were they? Yeah. Huh. They were touring recently or something. Did not know that. Shout out to Pink oh, Floyd yeah. Laser Spectacular oh, on Facebook. I do have a com- I had year. I have a complimentary ticket to the Wall Live Extravaganza Pink Floyd tribute. I was supposed to go on the fifteenth of February, but it was moved to March thirty first, and I have two uh, complimentary tickets that I received. And I was gonna go, and then it got moved, and now I'm not sure if I'm gonna go on the thirty first or not. Depends on my work schedule. But um, I will get back to you guys if I do go, and how if it's good, if it's a good tribute show. Sounds good. This is just a yeah. tribute. You gotta believe me, <laughs> and I wish you were there. Thank you, Tenacious no. Any closing thoughts on Pink Floyd? Everyone should listen to the Piper of the Gates because of Dawn because it's so good. Yes. People should listen to Dark Side of the Moon while also watching Wizard of Oz. Yes. Dax. Cool. Who's Floyd? Jared. <laughs> you know who Pink is, right? Yeah, yeah. We know Pink. We don't know yeah, Floyd. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's going to get the party started. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd is the guy from The Muppets. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. it's, it's Floyd, Floyd the barber. They're dating. Floyd, the guy from the Muppets, and Pink the singer are dating. They started a band similar like John Lennon, Loco, Yoko Ono. I was Loco Ono. Loco Ono created the Muppets. Utilized the time machine that they found that was taken by the government from Tesla. <laughs> and they went and got pink. It was created by Dr. Benson Honeydew. This is getting deep. Oh, they were and then they went back to the 70s. It's my turn to do a theory. Take that, River Squomo. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, created Pink Floyd and wrote a bunch of stuff. I like it. Jared, did you have any closing thoughts on Pink Floyd? I mm. found out who Floyd is. Oh, Who's okay. Floyd? Floyd Council. Cool. It's a blues musician. Great. Also, Pink Anderson. You had your chance. You said, Who's Floyd? That was your closing was, thought. Jared, what's your closing thought? I thought thought? it was going to be Ariel Pink. Jerry, what's your closing thought? Uh, my closing thought is I liked the thing we did with The Wizard of Oz, and the rest of it was kind of meh for me. <laughs> Pink Floyd, uh, better than The Stones, but Woo. that's about it. I, I recognize that they're good, they but put I that, also didn't enjoy it. They put that on the album cover. It says, better than The Stones, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. It was on the spine of every album. Exactly. What is and the on, last oh, one said? You know, better than the Stones. Don't forget. <laughs> don't forget. What's uh? What's the song we should close out on? The entirety of Echoes. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's just close out on Echoes. <laughs> it'll, it'll be uh, the longest song, and then it'll fade out after a while, and then there'll be a hidden track. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, another brick in the wall part two. That yes. sounds probably like this. Well, we we played a little bit of it, but I think it probably makes sense to close out on it still, anyways. Unless old Tex has a better plan. No, do it. Cool. Thanks for listening to Record Roundtable this week. This has been Caleb speaking. I'm here with Dax, Jared, and Tyler. We talked about Pink Floyd this week. Next week we'll be talking about Elton John. Bye-bye. No dark sarcasm.